Hello, my friend, and welcome back to the Faith by Mercy podcast. I am so glad that you have joined me again for another week of Mercy Rants and Chats. I um, hope you've been enjoying your day so far, whether it's in the morning or in the evening, and that who knows what the weather's like, but you can still have a joyful spirit despite that. So hopefully you've been having a good a good day. I recently finished a 12-week personal challenge that I had to do as a part of my holistic health coach study and I thought that it would be a really fun episode to share with you what I learned, what I did and the little things that I found really hard or successful. Just like the whole process in itself was really fun and eye-opening and yeah, I wanted to be able to share that with you. So hopefully you can gain some encouragement or maybe you'll be inspired to do something similar in your own life. So even though this was a challenge that I had to do in order to get, you know, a certain part of my course ticked off, it was really a really sweet way to implement intentionally different things that I was already wanting to do and, you know, give this girl a grade she's got to try and work for and there will be intention most of the time. But for this, my challenge was that I created. We were able to create the challenge ourselves. It just had to incorporate nutrition to in some aspect. So for me, I wanted to see how more intentionality with meals based on a whole foods, plant-based diet would influence my energy levels and support my immune, immune system over the, that 12-week period. So I'm not like a full vegan at all. Like I still eat meat products and animal products, but I definitely have been on this journey of leaning more towards the whole food, plant-based diet, just with stuff that my family's been learning and meals. And overall, I'm just not a huge meat and like animal product eater. Like I'm just not drawn to it anyway. So it makes it quite easy for me. But for this, I just wanted to be a bit more intentional. And so for I had come up with this goal because over the last wee while, I found that I just, my energy gets depleted by like midday sometimes I'd have a nap in the afternoon and my immune system wasn't like always feeling really well supported and so I wanted to see if fueling my body a bit more intentionally with like my breakfast lunch and dinners and snacks in between if that would help change that and I think there was also that level of taking ownership over my eating habits because when I have a challenge that I've got to work towards I wanted to do it really well and then hopefully I would be building habits because 12 weeks like that's nearly three months I started it in the last week of April and after Easter camp and then I finished it in the week just before I went to Australia in like early July yeah so it was it was across like 12 weeks is a long time um to be having to take notes for each week and implement these different habits. But I knew that if I could do that, maybe I'd be setting myself up for, you know, a really cool lifestyle. I wanted to just do it well because over the last few years, I've had seasons where I would make a really good lunch um, platter of like bright colored vegetables and fruits and other nuts and seeds and stuff. And I really loved it. And it always made me feel really good going into the rest of my day or when I started off with a good breakfast and so I knew if I could bring that in with um, this challenge then hopefully it would really benefit me. So throughout the 12 week period I incorporated meal prep for the next, the following week and so on the Sunday I think I did this maybe 10 out of 12 weeks because there was a couple where I was either away or was house sitting so I was making meals and had leftovers or like it just didn't quite work but for the rest of them I would meal prep on the Sunday and make like a soup or a pasta dish or a roast veggie salad or vegetarian nachos all of them my bar one were whole food plant-based there was one that had like chicken kind of those pasta filled um things so I kept it mainly with my goal and that was really cool and loads of fun I actually really enjoyed being able to do the meal prep and I'd had my I had three glass containers that I bought before this challenge and they were my containers that I would wash and then bring back up to my room so that they wouldn't get utilized all the time by the fam I wanted to make sure they were ready and accessible from when I needed them but 
I think for me, over the last wee while, I found that if I don't have a good lunch idea or dinner idea prepared and ready to go before, like in the on those days where I'm either at work at, or I'm needing to go out to something around dinner time, then I just would either skip a meal completely or I'd just make something really quick that actually wasn't nutritious and like filling up my body with loads of good stuff. And so I didn't want to maintain that kind of routine. Like I did want to be feeling my body because otherwise I'd just get so tired and drained and like I could just tell that when I wasn't um, eating right, then I just wouldn't be feeling great. So having these meal preps with um, within this challenge was actually a really cool way of um, making sure that throughout like each week I would be feeling sustained and would have an, an available option to just grab out of the fridge and it was actually so helpful because I'd maybe have like a my job is very a bit all over the place like it's not set nine to five kind of hours so like there would be on Mondays I'd do a full day at work which was helpful having you know a lunch already made and I could take but then on some of the other days I'd do a full morning at work and come back around like 12 or to between 12 and 1 and then I could easily just grab out something from the fridge whip it up add some salad stuff and eat it which was so nice rather than having to think oh like I've got to get these jobs done and then I've got to go home and then I've got to try and make something that's good like I just was able to prioritize my time a bit more which was really nice um a part of this challenge also I didn't want to just focus on nutrition because with this whole holistic health kind of concept the idea is that our health is I guess a um a sum or a like of all different areas of our health so we've got like our emotional health mental physical spiritual and relational I think that's all of them and so for me I knew that even if I was bringing in good nutrition as a part of that physical health there's also the aspect of sleep and so for me I set a kind of bedtime goal for that those 12 weeks of going to bed around about 10 30 and then um, waking up around 6 30 because for me I'm not a late night owl I definitely am not that I'm probably more I'm definitely more of a morning person so 10 30 was a good time where I'd be able to get home from events and youth group and church before that and be able to settle in by that time usually and then 6.30 is when I'd most days have my alarm set so I could wake up sort of not have to rush the morning I could do some bible reading have a shower if I needed have breakfast get dressed so that because usually most mornings during the week I start work at eight and so it gave me an hour and a half to sort of get ready and then go out the door and that was really I'm glad that I prioritize the sleep because as I'll probably share later on that I think I've maintained that kind of um that time frame in my mind like I'm I'll be out somewhere I'll be doing something and I think 10 30 like I want to be able to get into bed by then because I know I function better when I'm getting my good sleep and my health actually pays if I am not sleeping well so I the main places that I wanted to make changes in my routine were the three time the three meals that I'd make on a Sunday for the following week. And actually the containers, even though they were, you know, a sort of normal bowl size, when I filled them up, like they usually could cover me for two meals sometimes. Like I'm I'm not a huge eater. Like I'm yeah, so my portion sizing was actually definitely generous. So sometimes it would last me for even five sort of meals or like quick dinners so that was really nice and then I also wanted to start my morning off with a good breakfast as much as possible um and I'll share more on why with that later and I wanted to also have like fun nutritious snacks available I must say that that one wasn't really done super well (laughs) I I was able to adapt and you know work with it a bit but I didn't really prioritize that as much as some of the other ones and then having that consistent sleep routine so my overall goal was to have a consistent was ideally to have consistent energy levels and a strong immune system over the 12-week period with mostly a whole foods plant-based diet and more discipline within my sleep schedule so that was my little my little summary and for me some obstacles because before I got into the challenge I did like a little mini write-up of different things before getting into it as like my intro on my assignment and so 
for me some obstacles that I thought up were not prioritizing the meal prep or giving myself enough time to make some like nutritious breakfast in the morning and so that was something that I was like I'm aware that my time might not be well spent but I do want to do this well and my snacking habits aren't always the best so I think I can see that was a big obstacle of choosing healthy options or when I was out and about like refraining from eating all the unhealthy options I didn't probably do that super well I also had for most of that 12 weeks there was about eight weeks or eight and a half where it was like the two months month of May and June where my boyfriend was away in Europe for the two months and so I knew that that would maybe um, impact the challenge whether it was with like the long distance time and wanting to keep in contact and stay up a little bit later to call or like my with my sleep schedule um, I thought that that would maybe be an obstacle and it actually, that part wasn't I must say I was, we were great at like being able to stick within our different times and you know honor our sleep and we also I think it was really fun being able to live life share with it a little bit in the morning and the um, evening but my sleep didn't really get um, hindered too much but I'll share a bit later how the the two months of like long distance influenced me in a different way and I also wanted to include in my little write-up that my strength of developer was something I could see being really helpful because I love to grow and better myself and so I'm eager to level up in all the areas of my overall well-being and so part of that is like the nutritious diet and so but I do think that because I've got developer there's the pros and cons I love to grow I want to be developing and strengthening different things and doing better like I don't want to stay in the spot where I am but that also means I can get a lot of maybe negative self-talk or just discouragement and shame when I'm not progressing or succeeding as much as I want to so that was something that you know I was able to mention and then I got started so week one I had a roast veggie salad and a quinoa salad so I made two things did not need them both that was a fault I realized I do not eat that much and a lot of the time it was only maybe three meals that I really kind of benefited from having quick and easy. A lot of the time I'd be at home between work hours doing study and so I could just make something. Um, but I made that. I won't go into all my little details that I wrote for each thing. I'll try and keep it fairly broad um, to save time. But from this that week I did feel that my energy levels were quite consistent and I felt motivated to fit in a couple at-home workouts as well which was really nice the challenge though was that I came down with a cold on the Saturday of that week so that the start of my challenge was going great I was feeling good and then I got hit with a cold and that was really discouraging I think just like feeling like I'd done something wrong but I'd had I think Easter camp and I probably had gone a bit hard with like the school holidays so understandable and perhaps also because I was trying to fit in time seeing my boyfriend before he went away so there was different elements but I found with that because I wasn't feeling 100% my energy was lower and also my routine was thrown off and then I found I was just looking for the comfort foods that I you know had the appetite for while I wasn't well so for the last little bit of that week I definitely found I wasn't desiring all the nice, colourful, bright foods. I just wanted something that was comfortable and quick and um, easy to eat while I wasn't feeling great. But that week, I was really proud of all the smoothies I made and the smoothie bowls. That was really fun. I didn't actually keep those up for too long, the smoothie bowls at least, because I found they were really cold and it's like winter. So I'd have this frozen smoothie on like a granola Um for breakfast and it was just too cold for maybe in summer I think I'll try and bring that back but some of the smoothies I really loved and I kept them up and with this I wanted to share a little bit of my journey when it comes to breakfast and eating and stuff because this I found that over the challenge I was trying to be a lot more intentional with making good breakfast in the morning but that did come with some stress and some triggering factors from like my teenage years where um, 
like I'll just share. So I I think throughout high school, when I would get emotionally overwhelmed and I think stressed with things, my appetite would get thrown off, and so I would wake up and I just wouldn't feel like eating. So I'd skip be- skip breakfast just because I wasn't feeling it. And later on, sometimes I'd maybe eat a bit, but then it just threw off me for sometimes like a week or a few days where I'd just feel nauseous because I'm so hungry or hungry enough. And then I just, but I wouldn't want to eat because I felt that way. And so it was just like this little cycle. And it wasn't that I didn't want to eat. Like I think um, I definitely want to be careful and mindful that some people, maybe this this um, triggers some eating disorder kind of thoughts and all of that. So I'm I'm grateful that it never got to that point fully for me. But it was definitely really discouraging. And I think around that time frame, I did wrestle with the body image and like my stomach and the size of it and all of that, which I might do a more deeper podcast episode on at some point. But I'm thankful that God protected my heart. And it, it didn't never got to a point where it was like a really concerning thing. But I'd just get stuck in these little um, seasons where I would maybe... I just yeah feel nauseous because I was hungry but then that made me not want to eat and so and that was just really hard mentally to feel like I was fighting my mind I mean like, I just want a good breakfast and so I, f- I have found in these later last few years as I like you know I've sort of come out of the body image side of it where that maybe also brings some triggers and I'm a bit more balanced or know how to handle my stress or my emotions a lot more and I have good ways of processing that all I still will be feel a little bit triggered or almost like oh no like if I don't eat like I think I get that fear that if I if something slips I'm going to end up feeling that way again and it just wasn't fun because I'd just be so tired and like not feeling great and so for me um it was a bit interesting having to navigate okay I probably need to just get out of bed earlier eat quickly so then my metabolism is going and I'm um, filling up that hunger appetite. And so that's something that I've learned, um, through information that I've come across and just my journey that if I eat earlier on after waking up within like the first 30 minutes or so, that will, um, compensate for, like if I delay it, then I'm just going to feel a bit more hungry and then I can get stuck in that little loop where I'll just stress about what I'm going to eat for breakfast. So for me, it was having something that I knew I was going to make. I'd make it earlier and then that just helps so much. I hope that that made sense. Um, I think there might be some stuff coming up later on it a bit more, but I might do an episode that sort of explains some more of that part of my journey. Um, But also hopefully that I, like, if that's something that you've struggled with as well, whatever scale, then um, feel free to reach out. I love talking, and I love to process life. Um, I think there's so much beauty in having conversations that just share what you've struggled with or and then how you've learned and grown from that. So for me, I'm in that growing learning stage, which is really nice. So that was sort of some key things from the first week, which I'm not going to be talking for so long on each week. That was just like my getting, getting started one. So the next week, I think I had that good momentum and I could definitely see that rather than trying to jump into a strict rhythm of life straight away, I needed to just let it be flexible and adaptable. And I think that's one thing overall that I did learn throughout this challenge is that I wasn't actually set out um, to try and succeed with this assignment in like a grade point of view. We're like, okay, I've got to ma- I've got to eat whole food, plant-based 100% of the time in order to get like the required grade to pass like that wasn't that's not what my being a health coach is all about anyway like I was um this whole assignment was sort of as though I'm a client and so for me I'm like well actually it's more about the journey and what I'm learning and the ebbs and flows of um achieving and then maybe wrestling with something and so I realized pretty early on that it wasn't going to be something that I thrived with the whole time and I wanted to be okay with that and so that was really nice to be able to recognize straight away or pretty early. And I did also notice the difference a lot when I had a good breakfast. I um, found my energy levels were helped and my mood. And I just like, I felt like I was ready for the day, which was really, really good. 
And I also learned, I think from that week, I was still recovering from being sick. And so a little thing that I learned was that when my body is feeling sick, it it seeks more comfort foods than meals that require a lot of effort or thought. And so having quick options with filled with nutrients was helpful. And so that I kind of touched on earlier anyway. And for that week, I made sun-dried tomato pasta and veggies. I found this recipe on Instagram and I love it. It's so quick as well. Just stuck everything about, apart from the pasta into the Nutribullet and whizzed it up. And it was so good. So I was very stoked with that dish and added some, like, I think, green veggies. Um, and the next week, oh, sticky sesame eggplant with peanut noodles chef's kiss for this recipe I am not a huge fan of all like the food my food bag and like the food box kind of things because they often just have really bland or just meals that I'm not a fan of especially with all their fancy dressings but this one has won my heart over I absolutely love it um so I made that one for my third week which was really exciting and I really enjoyed it had that with some like veggies on the side and I felt that my biggest challenge from week three was that I had quite a few instances where there were a range of unhealthy snacks available um and I think I from what I can read I think I ate quite a few more than what I was hoping to from that and I didn't actually enjoy eating them as well I've recognized that my taste palate has definitely changed as I've gotten more um towards the whole food plant-based diet and just eating a lot more good food I don't actually enjoy eating some of the sweet stuff as much like I still I'm still a sweet tooth but I can't handle as much of it and so I would be eating some things just to you know because I knew oh this is this is sweet this will be nice and then I wouldn't feel good after it because it was like too much and I'd also feel guilty um for having eaten like snacks that I knew weren't good for me or weren't sticking to my overall goal and the goal isn't just for it to be a 12-week thing I wanted it to be a lifestyle and so I was like I can't if I can't like get on top of my snacking in a 12-week period how the heck am I going to create a lifestyle of that and as I will probably explore more that is something that I'm not here to just do it perfectly so from this week I thought um when I was answering the question of what I could have done better I said that I maybe could have paused longer and thought about why I was feeling compelled to keep eating or to pick up that snack and um because often I'd just do it on impulse or I'd make the quick decision and if I talked to myself long enough and not in like a weird way but if I you know thought about it long enough I would have been able to tell myself well actually you don't even enjoy that or you're probably going to feel not so great afterwards. Like, how about we go for the snack instead? So that was like a good challenge that I don't think I did very well. But, you know, it's all about the thought and the growth and the journey. And I also found that in those moments, I neglected the good thinking and I'd shame myself in ways that didn't help my mental state later on in the day and week. And so I think that's one thing I've realized throughout the 12 weeks is especially because now that I'm sort of adding the title of being the health coach to my not identity like it's not who I am but it's a part of like a role that I'm wanting to live out and help other people with I think there was that guilt of oh my goodness like how dare I eat that brownie or have this amount of snacks today when I'm trying to help other people you know find breakthrough in their health journey and so I think that's something I'm still having to navigate and will continue to process in my own time because it's a lifelong journey but I think that was really good to become aware of and to know that I I don't have to do my journey perfectly in order to help others like we're all on the same page just trying to figure out what works for us and about how to get to where we're wanting to go so that was like freeing but also just like dang it why do I struggle with this and so like I said before I learned that week that I'm not trying to complete a 12-week challenge, but rather create a better balanced and nourishing lifestyle to maintain, which was a nice little quote. I think that's like a truth coach now that I've got that I'll keep thinking of. Week four, I made a cold sesame noodle salad that I really didn't like. It was so sucko. It looked really cool. I think I just didn't do the sauce right. I didn't, I kind of rushed it. 
and I think added too much of like the rice white uh, rice vinegar kind of stuff and so it was just quite vinegary and I was like oh I don't like it so I, I didn't really eat that much at all kind of it went to the pigs look I didn't waste it it went to the animals but that was quite psycho not feeling like I did that very well um and something though I learned from that week is that sometimes having a good diet and sleep schedule can off be overtaken by emotional events that influence appetite and energy levels low energy and and my capacity for doing things isn't always an accurate reflection of nutrition and sleep and so I think this was a really this was around the time when I started house sitting and yeah so I I think started house sitting at the end of that week and I was planning some good meals and getting stuff but I realized there's that emotional and mental stuff I think gets to me and that influences my capacity for doing things and my energy levels which I think is so important because so often I think we get this message that you know if you have this perfect diet or stick to some diet plan then your life's just going to be amazing but you can't sort of put every all your eggs in one basket of some diet plan, whether it's like, I don't know, being vegan, vegetarian, keto, um, carb-based, oh, I don't know, all these different things. Like wh- whatever your diet is, there's always going to be other areas of your health um, influencing your overall mood and energy level and capacity. So for me, I realized, okay, I might have good, nutrition at the moment and I might be sleeping well but I'm feeling emotional and mentally overwhelmed and that's influencing everything so that was really helpful for me to link and process um, which was really good and then so week five I didn't do any meal prep because I was house sitting at work and for me that was a that was a big week I think I remember having a few crying moments not because I was like house sitting at work but I think just feeling overwhelmed and missing my boy and just the whole works my biggest victory that week I think was um I'd written as I'm leaning towards going 95% whole foods and plant-based with nutrition this is one of the more daily food items that I've been looking at removing oh sorry I didn't even read the first part so for me I was I was experimenting with removing butter from my usual toast and sandwich meals because as I'm wanting to sort of go towards more the whole foods plant-based and cutting out animal products, butter was one that I was like, oh no, I don't think I could cut that. Like I've gone to oat milk from normal dairy milk and then I don't really eat a whole lot of cheese. And so it was sort of butter was the other main dairy thing. And I was like, I want to know if I could actually cut it out and like prove myself wrong. And that was something that as, as I was saying, um, I'd been looking at removing and over that week I was able to explore with that. And I found that really helpful. And I was also having, I was also, I felt really proud of how I'd been cutting out the amount of cow's milk that I used to drink. And so like, I don't want to go into all the reasoning with this episode as to why I, and more advocating the whole food plant-based diet. Like that's a whole different discussion. And I don't even know if I've got my reasoning all like set out well that I could reflect my opinion in a nice way um, or in a clear way. But for me, I've actually found I just, I don't necessarily naturally desire a whole lot of that. And so I found it really nice being able to find my alternatives that work. That, um, yeah, hopefully that just um, makes sense for you. And so from this week, I learned that sometimes extra grace is needed for myself as despite making good daily choices for my holistic health, there can be external factors that place pressure on the body and mind. And so for me, over that week, while I was doing like the best that I could to look after myself and my energy levels were pretty good, I still didn't feel that great because I was just feeling quite emotional with the long distance and the house sitting and being a bit colder at night time and maybe not sleeping as well and just little bits and pieces that all tied in it was still a good week but it was just a bit more of a draining week and I'm a homebody so I was so excited when I got to go home week six we're nearly halfway well this is the halfway I made a different peanut rice noodle dish and then did steamed veggies and that was pretty good not as good as my 
eggplant one that still tops it off. And especially because mum made the sauce for me because she's really good at it. So this time I made the sauce and it, it was similar but not quite the same. And it didn't have the eggplant. But that was really good. I was really happy with that week. I, don't, I highlighted, oh, one thing I did learn, I think that week I had maybe a couple of parties and events that I went where they had a big, nice, beautiful spread of sugary processed foods. And when I'm at those kinds of places, I'll sort of be like, oh yeah, it's a party, like, might as well, so I'll start. But then I think it's almost like I'll get that all in or nothing kind of approach where rather than just having maybe one or two things, I'm like, once I start, might as well just keep eating. And then I just get stuck in that guilt trap, which that's not a positive way to be exploring my holistic health journey. So for me, I was learning that week that just because I'm at a social event with poor nutritional options does not mean I need to consume lots of what is provided. I can have ownership over what goes into my body. So there's a little health coach for you. Um, I think that was the main things I wanted to highlight from there. I did have some allergy symptoms that week, was, which was a bit annoying, but my immune system had actually been doing really good apart from when I'd gotten sick that one time at the start. So, you know, my goals were getting good. I had great energy levels. Week seven. Oh my goodness, I made a, par- a barley and vegetable soup. That was another chef's kiss. I remember when I was in, when I was a child, my dad would make sometimes if mum was out he'd do like a a vegetable soup and I loved when it'd have like the barley grains or like the the other oaty barley grains and then like the little alphabet noodle things and uh, so I was like I'm gonna go for a childhood comfort meal and I made it and I think I smashed it it was so tasty um and so my little weekly reflection that I had written for this week was I think throughout this challenge I've come to see how difficult it is to track energy levels and relate them to diet when so many other factors come into play, which is what I was sort of sharing before. As I've gone through the week so far, I found my interest for the energy levels isn't as high, but rather I'm more keen on noticing how my appetite has changed. I actually want the whole food plant-based meals. They make me feel good and healthy, and while my energy levels may be low some days because of sleep or my internal state, I do notice how much the nutritious meals impact my body and mind. So I thought that was a really, really nice reflection of how it all kind of ties in. And this was a good week, energy-wise. I was feeling pretty good. And I, near the end of this week, I travelled up to Auckland with one of my best friends. And so sleep was a bit out of work, and my normal sort of meal routine. Um, But when you go away, you have to account for the wiggle and the jiggle of you know your normal plans so I was okay with that and oh maybe this was this was when I'd come back I think and so I didn't start off this week very well but then I learned from this whole thing of having gone away and then coming back and not maintain like not jumping back into my good routine very well I learned that it's actually more beneficial for me to gain a better understanding of how my holistic health plays into my energy levels rather than just putting all my interest and expectations on how nutrition plays into it so that was really helpful because I'll get bummed out about how I'm doing with my nutrition when actually there's so many other ways that I maybe have neglected my sleep or my emotional mental health or my relationships or my like faith so it all ties in everybody it does it does. Week eight. We're getting through them. I may or may not have made another vegetable soup. I really loved it so much and my dad really loved it. He was a fan of my soup so we made it again. wasn't quite the same I must say but it was still really good and my biggest challenge from week eight was that when I have something sweet or savory that isn't filled with lots of nutrients I tend to get filled with shame and establish a negative mindset towards myself and all the other efforts I've put into having an overall really good diet this reoccurring issue with having a couple of not so good snacks at work is something I want to dive deeper into so I haven't I haven't like sorted myself out yet I'm definitely on the journey still and need to probably do a lot more deeper processing I love to process things and identify the root issue of something like I don't want to just be like oh yeah I'm feeling this or I'm 
I feel like psycho about this that I did, but hey, whatever. I like to, I like to, um, I like to sort of explore the past so that I can navigate the present and plan better for the future, if that's like a way of summarizing how I work. And so for the next week, that next week I wanted to perhaps take some time to do an internal dive into what thoughts, habits and triggers were leading me to make poor snack choices when I actually have the accessibility to healthy snacks. And I don't think I did that. I don't think I took the time to do that. But I think that's because I wanted to have something written there for my assignment and I knew that I'd be probably on that journey over a longer period of time anyway. So, you know, you know, week nine, I did a veggie spaghetti bolognese, which my mum makes, and so I made it and I really liked it. And so I'd have that... Um, and then I'd add like some spinach, cucumber, capsicum, cherry tomatoes, avocado, gotta have the avocado, and that was really good, um, that week was a good week energy wise, I was doing, I was doing fine, and although it was a bit more of an emotional day, I hadn't been feeling great all the time, but that's okay, and Either way, I was just feeling good. I was building momentum. Week 10, I did the stuffed pasta with salad. So I had the, I'd, I think this was on one of those days where I didn't have as much time or didn't want to have to put too much thought into what I was going to make. So I just got those little, I think it was like a chicken and basil stuffed pasta thing that I added with sauce. It was really tasty. I do really love it. And I added veggies to it. But my biggest challenge, I remember that week actually, that was not so fun. So that Thursday and Friday were really exhausting days for me. I think it was a combination of an intense work shift on the Thursday and then feeling the full weight of some of my mental and emotional heaviness as well. And it was really discouraging and almost concerning not understanding why I was so exhausted and not myself because here I'd been eating well, I was getting pretty good sleep, but I just hit I hit a wall. I mean, that wet, that Thursday, I do remember, I was like physically draining myself like with the work I was doing, it was very, um, using a lot of my body, um, and muscles, and so I tired myself out, and I think I kept working to finish it all off, and then got home and had a late lunch, and then I napped, and I felt pretty rubbish for the next couple days, and I think because I don't usually have those, that kind of, like, exhaustion, I was a bit worried, I was like, I'm either getting sick, or something's off, and I just don't know what it is, and so, I also found from that week that I was finding myself getting feeling quite tired of having to mentally keep check of all my meals, energy levels and bedtime for this challenge and sometimes I thought I found the thought of keeping note of it all became a motivation to kind of go against my desired goals and intentions. So because this was a 12 week challenge like that's quite a long time to have to keep making note of things and do up my little write-ups and because I wanted to do it well and really explore the journey I, I it was just like oh I've got to record what my energy was like today and if what kind of sleep schedule I did and so that was just quite it was going quite getting quite for long but I was able to just remind myself that I don't have to do it perfectly um, if some weeks, if my answers were going to be a little bit shorter, then that's okay. So I processed that. And my biggest victory from that week was that I, I actually wanted to highlight in my victory that I had a meat included meal because I mean, I like, I was still eating animal products and stuff, whether it was like if being out for dinner or getting like a sushi thing or being at a party and stuff. So I like, please don't take this challenge as like I was straight whole food plant-based the whole time. It was just sort of with my meals, I'd be more intentional with like my lunches, my breakfasts. And so like whatever meals I was sort of sorting for myself, I wanted to be more intentional with. So having a meat included meal, I think I did consider as a victory because I hadn't taken this challenge to completely uphaul my lifestyle and eating habits because that's never worked for me in the past. Once, I think in high school, I did like a junk-free June or something, junk-free July, one of those two. And I think I did it actually really, I did it well, but I probably still wasn't eating a whole lot of like all the good stuff. So there was like 30 days, 31 days um, where I did commit and I did pretty good. But this is like, I don't want it to be about doing something 
and upholding my life because I've tried that in the past, whether it's with exercise, nutrition, um, other little habits, and it just doesn't work. It doesn't stick. And so for me, I wanted it to be explorative and full of fun meals and also me trying out how to incorporate more of the whole food plant-based principles into my diet, but not in like a cold turkey kind of way. I wanted it to be a journey and to be over time because I think that's where the lasting change comes with me. And so for me, I what I could have done better that week, I wrote... Um, I could have reminded myself to not focus on how perfect my challenge results would be, but rather the lessons and insights I gained over the journey so far. Feeling like I need to achieve a certain result with this challenge has brought in some fear that my authentic journey and experience won't be enough for the study side of this challenge. I do realize I changed like the past present tense because I'm trying to relate it to how I'm reading now, but at the time I was writing and like at that point. So (laughs) just bear with me. So I continued writing, however, as a developing health coach, my passion is to help people embrace the journey with its highs and lows. So reflecting all the sides of my own 12 week challenge is a good way to practice and gain experience with myself being client number one, Um, which that overall, I think, sums up a lot of the study. And I can actually really excitedly say that I got back my submission results because I had submitted this challenge maybe a week ago, a couple of weeks ago, I did it when I was in um, Australia. I submitted it and I got back my feedback today and like flying colours and it was so good um, being able to just know that I did it well and the authenticity that came across through my assignment is one of the things that my tutor or whatever she her role is she commended me for that, so that was really exciting. Not that I'm trying to toot my own horn, but my, toot my own horn. But I think that the authentic journey is actually really precious, and so I'm glad that I stuck with that, and I was able to include that in my write up. And so I learned over that week that having this expectation for myself to stick to this challenge has brought out some resistance and almost intentional motivation to do the opposite. I think there is an aspect of feeling like I have control if I eat something in my own space that goes against this new health-promoting identity I am developing. I have been very interested in all the emotional and mental factors that have contributed to this challenge. And that's something that I think I'm definitely still thinking about because it's like that element of control where, okay, I'm deciding to eat this and... Because I probably shouldn't, I'm going to do it all the more. Like, I do have that stubborn streak in me. So that was really, that was really interesting to explore. Week 11, roast veggies. I love my roast veggie salad. It's divine. So I think I made that. I, I highlighted from that week that I was starting to learn what my balance is for nutrition, at least in this season. And I have really made some beneficial leaps in my diet over the past year and I think if I can solidify those things for a little longer then it will be more successful making more changes that could be hard to stick to. So for me if I think back five years ago my breakfast wouldn't have been anything super fancy or nutritious. My lunches would have been just like probably not like my diet has definitely changed a whole lot and so that's something that I love that I'm at the moment, I think in this season, I'm solidifying starting my day off with good breakfast and like overcoming some of those little internal triggers that make me get in those little cycles because don't need that in my life. And then making really good lunches um, as something I want to solidify those things. And then as I've got those locked in, then I can start looking more like removing stuff. So that's, I think, a big part of what I want to be able to coach people with in the future is that the power of like adding things in first before doing all the restrictive kind of approaches because so often in the past I've tried to do like eating well and I'll just cut back on like all the bad stuff but then I'm left with not a whole lot because I haven't I haven't created the taste palette and gotten used to having heaps of all the good stuff like I didn't eat spinach and now I'm the girl that will take a bag of spinach and carrots 
to Easter camp or to some youth event. <laughs> like, not not in the sense that I want to, like, look good, but I'm just like, I actually want to be making sure my body is getting something good instead of, like, camp food. And so, whereas in the past, I would, I, like, spinach was not something that got me excited. I was like, nah. I mean, it doesn't really get me excited now, but it is such a power plant because I add it to smoothies, I'll add it to my my lunch or my sandwiches and so spinach is one of my buddies now which past Mercy would have laughed at that thought um so I think that's been like a big thing of like solidifying the additions of good stuff before I start looking at subtracting all the negative stuff because at least I'm getting and adding heaps of good stuff to my body so that when I take away things I've got this really good foundation of what my body is still getting and then for my final week I finished up with that vegetable soup again I think that was just such an easy one to chop up put together and have so I did that and I think I finished with a bang I didn't feel like I was super as hyper focused on what I was eating each day which was good because it just had gotten quite natural for me to look for ways to incorporate the whole food plant-based approach and um, for me from the final week that I had the challenge I learned that lasting progress comes through not having a strictly disciplined plan but rather allowing for flexibility and enjoyment I do desire to invest into my diet but only find it beneficial and I allow for the ebbs and flows of growth which I kind of mentioned before and so for me my sleep schedule wasn't always perfect. I definitely had nights where I stayed up later and I'd just maybe set my alarm 30 minutes later the next day, which obviously we don't always have the ability. Um, but and then my nutrition, I most of the time really looked at adding in good meals and choosing good stuff and I'm really proud of how I did. But there was also going to be those times where I snacked hard at a party and regretted it afterwards, like, there was a bit of everything and I think for me I've learned the power of focusing on the small acts of change and progression because that's where I succeed I don't I I at least especially with like even the exercise journey it doesn't work if I try and like promise that I'm gonna stick to some schedule I'm not the routine girl I think well when it comes to that I think because my lifestyle and routine is so all over the place like I don't have one job or like a uni that I go to during the day between sort of nine to five ish and then come home like my hours are all over the place and so it's hard for me to sort of keep some kind of consistency because I don't know what my day is going to look like necessarily all the time in my week so for me, I was able to apply that even to my nutrition and my sleep and stuff and learning to just be a bit more adaptive, but still creating good habits. And I really loved that. I think I was when I was in Australia, that was a bit hard because the meals and everything was a bit all over the place as well. Still was pretty good, but not that same, um, I guess, continuity, con continuity of, if that's the word, um, of the habits that I've been, you know, growing and developing while doing the challenge. But then I came back from Aussie and I've been able to get back into this sort of lifestyle. And I really loved it. Like I love, even today, I um, I get I got excited about getting up and having breakfast because I knew I was going to have like an orange and kiwi fruit chopped up with the skin for the kiwi fruit. I'm a big girl on eating the kiwi fruit skin dad has been teaching me well and then also I had like toast with banana like mashed banana with no butter and not that like if you have butter or if you cut the skin off like all of those things whatever I'm sharing I'm not at all trying to you know judge you or make you feel guilty for if you do it differently because that's not what it's about and we are very much on different journeys I just find that I actually really do enjoy a kiwi fruit with the skin on and I was like, yeah, I don't really want to, I don't really like having too much butter on stuff. And so I was like, hey, I can take it out. And it worked. And then I had a lunch just before that was really good. Loads of like yummy things. I actually ate quite a lot, um, which was surprising. But I like, I get excited about having these colorful meals. And I mean, understandably, because I'm at home, it's actually 
affordable in the sense that I'm not having to pay for it all myself. So I know that when I leave home, it's probably going to be a bit of a a bit of a kick in the in the gut that I'm going to have to start paying for all the good stuff and we'll have to prioritize. It might not be avocados on toast in the morning, which will be really sad. I'm going to make the most of it while I can. But I'm now I can see how the 12 weeks of being intentional for an assignment has now led to me just being intentional because I genuinely enjoy it and it makes me feel good and proud of myself and I've just I've found what has worked for me and so for you it might be different like if you still have like the animal dairy products and all of that in your diet that was not at all me saying you have to go and change it all like at least not in this episode I there's a lot of information that people can read that can inspire them to maybe choose different diets and stuff and for me I've just found that I my body works better and I just feel good on this kind of diet approach and it was all about exploring how it impacted my life and I really loved it I know this episode has been a bit all over the place and I feel like I'm now getting to the point where I'm rambling a little bit and so I will finish up because your time is precious like I've said before in other episodes and yeah I have done my I've done my goal of sharing all my little nuggets from my challenge so hopefully you found this conversation well more like me just talking to you but my thoughts I hope you found them kind of either inspiring or challenging or just thought-provoking maybe for you you can explore doing your own challenge because for me it's not like they set too much um sort of assignment details it was more like here's the little brief run with it see what you get and I ran with it and I'm very proud of that journey and it was fun and really thought-provoking which I've shared with you so thank you so much for listening to this episode if you have any questions or thoughts that you would love to share or chat with me about feel free to message me on my instagram page at faith by mercy or you can send me an email as well faithbymercy at gmail.com and I would love to have a convo because I love talking about all of this as you can tell because 52 minutes later I'm still chatting so I'm gonna finish thank you so much for joining I pray that you have a really beautiful rest of your day and that you know how much God loves you and he wants to see you thriving and living the abundant life so may you be blessed and hopefully I will see you next week see you later